Hey, everybody. Welcome to a Community of Principles podcast, a conversation to support leaders. I'm your host, Ben Gilpin. Now, let's get this started. Here we go. We've got the Community of Principles podcast. I'm your host, Ben Gilpin, and this is season five, episode number two. And we are going to have uh, with us Andy Lindsay here in just a moment. But before we get to Andy Lindsay, in season five, the whole premise, the whole focus is going to be hashtag you matter. And I'm excited about this, not only this focus for this season, but also being able to connect with educators because the whole premise is connecting people, uplifting, because what we do is hard work. And it is so much better if we are not isolated, if we can connect with one another. And so this is going to be a great episode with Andy, and he's going to be talking about several ways, not only from past, but also present, that um, that he's been able to support himself and others, and I'm excited about that. And so without any further ado, Andy Lindsay, welcome, my man. All right. Thanks. I appreciate the opportunity to come aboard and, and uh, participate. I'm, I'm thrilled. I love your podcast. I, it's one of my favorite commute podcast to listen to. Well, you and I have had, uh, let's see, if memory serves me correctly, not only have we interacted several times, but shoot, I think the last time we had actual an actual dinner together was out in Spokane, Washington, correct? That is correct. Yep. Out there at the NAESP uh, annual conference. And if anyone, if, if you want to go to something and see the superstars of uh, the educational world, Man, that NAESP conference is it. You know, I'm I'm sitting there having dinner with not just Ben Gilson, but I'm I'm rubbing elbows with the who's who, the Andy Jacks, the I mean, you name it. They they're there and it's kind of cool. It was a lot of fun and Spokane was beautiful. I know next year is supposed to be in Louisville. So I'm looking forward to that. Hopefully I can make it out to that one as well. Okay, so Andy, tell us because you were I mean, quote unquote, you were the assistant principal of the year not too long ago, but I don't think that's your current spot. So give our listeners a little bit of a snippet on where you currently are and and how you got there. So in 2019, I was the Michigan assistant principal of the year. MEMSPA sponsored that and I was thrilled. That's how I ended up in Spokane, Washington. And the cool thing there is I've developed um, relationships with other assistant principals across the the country, and it's opened some doors for me that I had no idea would be open. I've done webinars for the NAESP on being an assistant principal. I have a partner who I've done a number of events with down in Delaware. Her name's Aquetta Jones. She was an assistant principal of the year there, so it's just a a wonderful thing. Currently, though, I am principal at Ford Line Elementary and Southgate Community Schools. It's a cute little neighborhood school. It's pre-K through fifth grade. And I am absolutely loving it. Working really hard every day, but smiling as I go to work in the morning. And and that is just a tremendous feeling. Absolutely. And I love the uh, the shout out you give to a couple of other people that um, have supported you, especially with the assistant principal spot. But also, you know, you make no bones about it. It's open doors and, and that's fantastic. And, you know, you are also extremely well-deserving. I'm excited that you've taken over as the principal. And I can tell you from the chair I sit in each day, it is, I look forward to this every single day. 
but it's also exhausting. And, you know, it's, it's hard for a lot of people to truly understand that. I know you see it and you live it. And I know so many of the people that will be tuning in also see it and live it. So let's just kind of jump forward. Andy, what are two things most people don't know about you? So I'm going to start with a boring one first. I am a tinkerer. My favorite thing to do when I'm at home is to be out in the garage tinkering. And it's just, I look at something, I think, how can I make it better? Or I like to make something out of wood or just whatever. I just tinker around. And uh, that's how I get my creative juices flowing. I bought my wife, she asked for a cricket for her Mother's Day gift last year. And I can tell you that in the almost six months or just over six months since uh, she got it, uh, she's used it never. And (laughs) I've used it a lot because it goes well with my tinkering hobby. So, you know, I don't know how I'm going to live that one down. That Mother's Day gift was more for me, even though she did ask for it. And she will tell you that. So so hang on, hang on. Before you do number two. Several things. Uh, number one, so Handyman is kind of your new nickname. And so would you say your love language is acts of service? Yes, that is one of my love languages for sure. Okay. I hear it coming through right there. And it also yep. triggered a memory. Matt Severin, who has been on the podcast, you probably know Matt well. Yep. You know, he has kind of tinkered, but his is more with AM radios and CB radios. Really? And so as soon as you started mentioning that, it, it kind of triggered that memory of uh, the episode with Matt, which would really kind of spark that. So, okay. So that's number one. What's number two? Something that people don't know about you. So I grew up the uh, grandson of a dairy farmer. And what's interesting about my experience growing up in a dairy farm family is that my family was very sick growing up. And I, I know it sounds terrible. And it wasn't until I was almost an adult that we came to realize that we dealt with some lactose intolerance. So <laughs> that, yes, I, I'm from a lactose intolerant dairy farm family. <laughs> how, do you, how do you even do that? I don't know, but yeah, you would think after a few generations, they figure that one out. I won't. And I, the thing is, I will not forget that because I have a son that's lactose and intolerant as well. So that, that I will never forget that. But that is, that's got to be a first, a dairy farmer that's lactose intolerant. Yes. That is an obscure thing that people don't know about me, that I am a product <laughs> of a lactose intolerant dairy farmer. There you go. Okay. How about um, question number two? A current issue that Andy is dealing with? Well, as you know, from when we were kind of talking and uh, when you, you know I first jumped on, I said, now, now, Ben, you'll have to forgive me. About 10 minutes ago, I just found out that one of my students tested positive. So I'm in the middle of texting with the district nurse, interacting with parents. I, I got to call this other school in another school district about an older sibling. So like many uh, school leaders, I, I'm dealing with COVID and and COVID's like it shows up at the most unexpected times. It could be Friday at 7 p.m. as I'm just kind of sitting in for the for the day or today, 10 minutes before I'm supposed to connect with you. And it is it, it's tough. So is it fair to say, because in all of your schooling, did you ever have a class on being a, a, someone that basically contact traces or works for the health department? No, but you know, I'm a quick study and uh, (laughs) I think we all are. And I can tell you things about 
social distancing and the transference of the potential transference of viruses via, you know, got your screens, your social distance, all the different things. And the wonderful thing about it is it's a moving target. You're exactly right. It is a moving target. And I think that's, now you used a great word there, the wonderful thing. I think another person might say it's agonizing. Well, it is. But, you know, one of the, my life philosophies comes from a guy named Viktor Frankl. And he said, the last of the human freedoms, when they've stripped everything else away, is your attitude. And you can choose your attitude. And you're talking about a man that when he developed this idea, he was in a Holocaust camp during World War II as a Jewish person at Auschwitz. So if in that situation he had control over his attitude, certainly I, in my situation, which is so much more privileged than that one, can choose to you know, keep smiling and keep swinging. And I think that's what separates you. Because that is, I've met you, we've, we've interacted, we're friends, and I know Andy to be a very optimistic and positive person. And that's really coming through right now because you're right, it is a moving target. But I do think that there are certain people out there, and when I use the word agonizing, I'm probably being a little kind because I think some people would want to use worse words with that. But you see it as an opportunity, and you also know that the one thing that you can control is your attitude. So I love that. That's well done. Well, and we often say in schools that we're lifelong learners. And what is this if not a huge, and when I say huge, I mean a giant elephant-sized learning opportunity, and we just roll with it. It shows our humanity in many ways because we make mistakes along the way. And uh, one thing I really have uh, come to respect about you and I've learned from you is the power of being vulnerable among your staff and your 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 parent community among the students and and how that can really propel you know some people see that as weakness but it really sets the foundation for trust and when you have that trust in place growth can happen fairly quick and so you know there have been lots of moments where you know mistakes have been made and learning has occurred you know i often say uh the good lord gives you two things it gives you blessings and lessons. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. I like that. You've got some good ones today. Okay, let's go. We've got uh, two questions left. Question right. three. In the last 12 months, what's a victory that um, that you've experienced? Well, I became a principal. And so in the height of COVID mania, back at, right at you know, the holidays, uh, you know, 11 months ago, that's when I interviewed for the position that I'm in. And I took over this position two weeks. I started on January 12th. On January 25th, we started in-person learning. So it was, you know, learn quick, learn on the fly. The nice thing for me is in my previous district, I had been in person all year. So I had some experience with it. And that really helped me deal with a staff that was really kind of nervous about going in, in person and what that meant. And I was like, oh, look, you know, it's, it's going to be fine. I've been in person for, for four or five months. But ultimately, the victory, I think that I feel like I'm, in the midst of, I would not claim full victory now, is kind of developing a, a culture in the, the school that I'm at that is really focused on, and we call them our core values of leadership, teamwork, and kindness. And they all wrap together leadership. You know, you're in control of yourself. Your behavior does influence others. Teamwork, how can we help each other? And kindness, let's, let's just be there for each other. And in this COVID crazy world that we're in, 
man, we need more kindness. Oh, goodness, yes. And I, I would like to think that that is the culture that is starting to emerge in the school that I'm at. Not saying it wasn't there before because they had great relationships, but it's just, I think it's different, you know, yep. in this situation. I'd agree with that completely. Okay, final question, and it goes right into the theme of the entire season five, hashtag you matter. So, Andy, what is something that you do for yourself to really help you stay healthy, happy, joyful? I know you're already a very positive person, but what else, what, what do you do for yourself? So, you know, I'm intentional about this. So there's a lot. For instance, you know, I, I do tinker, you know, and I, I enjoy that opportunity to be out there in my garage and just, just, you know, with my saws and my nail gun and build things or whatever. But there's other things I do as well. And, I, and I'm very intentional and disciplined about it. I get seven and a half hours, eight hours of sleep a night. And it's very important that I get seven and a half hours to eight hours of sleep a night. And that does mean that sometimes I don't do everything I need to do in a given day. But to me, at my best the next day, I need to rest. I disconnect from work. And that is very hard for us as educators, <laughs> yeah. especially when you get the call at seven o'clock on a Friday saying, hey, I got to do some COVID work for you. So that, that happens. But generally speaking, you know, I put in a you know, 10 hour day, usually 7 a.m. to 5 p.m. And then, you know, I have my commutes, but I try not to take a lot home unless it's just something I need to read or check emails or something like that. I try to do my major projects at the office so that when I'm home, I'm intentional with my wife and I'm intentional with my, my kids, uh, although they're, they're all over the place at this point because they're all grown. <laughs> right. Yeah. So I, maybe it's with my dogs who are laying here on the ground next to me. So that's really good stuff. And it's, and I like how you have created your own I guess, set of barriers, you know, you, you've got your things that you hold sacred, you, your rest time and your ability to, to disconnect. I would say you're in a unique spot because you were an assistant principal for years mm-hmm. and then transitioning. So you are in your fairly new to the principalship, but you're really not. And so I would say to anybody out there, you're going to see Andy at the annual conference coming up, chat him up, but also you're going to find out he's he's extremely real and this is where we can support one another. And so I, I love the things that you just added there about hashtag you matter because you are being very intentional and that was the word you use. So so well done on your part. At this point, we're, we're wrapping up episode two with Andy, Lindsay, and we do have the annual conference coming up. You're going to be there, correct, my friend? Absolutely. I'm looking forward to it. Wonderful. And again, the entire premise of the entire season of season five community of principles podcast is hashtag you matter, but it's also trying to find the areas that we can connect with because the whole focus of the podcast is to bring people together. And so if you get a chance to see Andy, if you get a chance to talk to him, I hope you will. Andy, you matter to me and my time spent with you. You are genuinely an uplifting and positive person. You make me smile. Now I know that you're a tinker. I can, uh, I can maybe maybe bring something up that needs to be fixed um, now that I know that. But thanks again for joining us. And I wish you the best as you have to do your contact tracing. But mostly, I just look forward to seeing you in just a couple short weeks. Absolutely. And Ben, uh, you, you've been a role model for me. You know, I, I just admire how much you have given the profession, but yet you, you stay humble and, and take time to 
connect with the assistant principals of the world that are just getting started. And that's something that I've taken in and trying to pay forward, you know, the lessons I've learned from people like you and John Wenstrom and Michelle Allen and uh, Allison Absey and so many more. Yep. Well said. I appreciate that. This very kind words. This is the, that uh, tis the season, right? We got to uplift each other and we got to do everything to, to do to support one another as well. Right. So with that being said, we're going to sign off and thanks everybody for tuning in. Remember, we are better together. Absolutely. Well, thanks again to our guest. Let's continue to connect and, and reflect because that's what leaders do. Thank you to all of our listeners. Don't forget to check out hashtag MemspaChat Thursday nights, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And you can also find more leadership tools at memspa.org.